0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook has invested 13 billion dollars in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last 5 years. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts. Learn more about their ongoing work at about.fb.com/safety. Hey, everybody. I was thinking about uh, something after watching on uh, the NBC Peacock TV. I was watching uh, an old episode of Punky Brewster, like the first first two episodes. And in the episode, she was talking about um, how her parent... how I think her dad left, and then her mom took her to a grocery store and just kind of abandoned her at the grocery store. And then when she uh, was... Uh, an orphan basically she snuck into a building and the building superintendent was a guy who ended up taking care of her but at first he he called social services because he was like just you know it's a a kid who is here i don't know who her parents are but here's a kid y'all can take care of her let her be a ward of the state and uh after then you know he he thought about it he decided to adopt her and as they were living together they went to a grocery store And he went to uh, the building superintendent, went to the butcher counter with her, and uh, then she went off to grab some cereal or something. And he met a friend of his who was a butcher, so he went back behind, you know, to the deli department. And uh, he was going to give him some some special cut of meat or something like that he was going to give him. And the little girl came out, and she was all, of course she was all traumatized, because that's how her mom had abandoned her. So when the guy finally came out and he found her, and she was talking about, how first her dad leaves her, then her mom leaves her, and then said that uh the building superintendent, he tried to get rid of her one time, and then she thought he had abandoned her. And it kind of reminded me, uh, it, it was it was alluding to the fact that, you know, no, no, what, what do you do when you feel like nobody wants you and you feel all alone? And it kind of reminded me of a, a message that I can't remember if it was, probably both of them did it, but either uh, T.D. Jakes or... The late Bishop Eddie Long was talking about um, how their parent, parents, their, um, not their parents, but they were talking about um, parents in particular, how sometimes their, uh, well actually it was both, I, I believe it was uh, Eddie Long that was talking about how sometimes the job of your parent isn't to be your parent. The job of your parent is just to get you to the earth and then you're supposed to have different different uh, circumstances that allow you to become the person that you're needed to be on the earth. And um, I thought that was very interesting. And then Bishop T.D. Jakes was saying that on a, on another sermon, uh, he was speaking about the capacity for love from a parent. And sometimes you may have a gallon capacity, meaning that you have the 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 needs of about a gallon of love, but your parents may only have a quart to give. So it doesn't mean that they're bad parents, because literally they could be giving all that they have, but it's just not enough, or it's just not in the right fashion. And I thought about that in combination with um, uh, Bishop Eddie, the late Bishop Eddie Long, and with uh the episode of Punky Brewster, and it kind of. It was interesting because after watching the Punky Brewster one, I was thinking about um, how it's it's interesting. Even if you came to the earth and absolutely no, absolutely no one wanted you, I think that there's still a purpose for you being here. And I don't say that in, you know, like the vague, you know, you know, there's a purpose for, you know. But I think that there's a real and tangible purpose because I, I, in the case of. Uh, let's say a person who felt abandoned all of their life. Now that could go one or two ways. Hopefully they find someone who embraces them early on and they can speak to those people who, who feel undervalued or devalued or have no worth at all. And they can speak to those circumstances and situations because they they've been there. They understand what it's like to not have someone look out for you, to not have someone... Who you can honestly say you feel cares for you deeply, and I think that were it not for people who have gone through situations like that or have lived in lived in those um, those moments where they couldn't readily identify what love was, or you know what love was coming from a person or giving to given to a person. If it wasn't for those people, we wouldn't have a lot of people wouldn't have the the capacity to have empathy for other people, the capacity to be forgiving of other people. I think about just a lot of situations like that where you where you meet people who have and especially I I see it more uh with women, not that it doesn't happen with men, but a lot of women get older and they decide, you know, they wanna help teenage girls or they want to help young girls because they they knew how difficult it was for them to grow up without, not necessarily a role model, but in some cases not having a role model, but without proper guidance and without good direction. And they, under, they understand how important that was and how beneficial that could have been to them growing up. So when they get to a position where they can help, they often choose to help in those capacities. It's... um. Uh, it's just an interesting thing how, how that develops, how you develop what it what it means, because for me, I, I I remember personally, I remember the, the day that I I realized that my mother l- loved me. And it's crazy because, you know, you shouldn't your mother loves you all the time, but just it doesn't mean that she didn't before I realized it. it's just that it just meant that I didn't I didn't readily identify with it. And what it was. Was it was something that happened at school or something where and it wasn't even me it was um uh, something my brother had done in class or something and some teacher was kind of being uh, uh kind of being a, a jerk about it, and my mother kind of asserted um uh, asserted her position and asserted you know where where she stood and what I gained from that, and I was so I was embarrassed like oh why did you do that da 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 but what I gained from it was that. My mother was willing to fight for us if we were right. Now, if we were wrong, that's a totally different thing. But she was willing to fight for us and she was willing to stand up for us. And even though it's not the method that I would have done, it was one hundred percent one hundred percent love. And I, I recognized that. And from that moment forward I kinda I checked myself because I'm like and I had the nerve to kind of be embarrassed and stuff. But if she hadn't stood up for my brother in that instance and me on many times, if she hadn't have done that, who would have? Who could have in that moment? In those, you know, in those moments, and it's just an interesting thing. And yeah, even even more more recently, what was very interesting. I had a when I was a kid, I had I had asthma. I won't say it was super severe, but I had two two asthma attacks that I can recall. But uh, as a kid, I remember I had one and I was with my dad. He was with us. He I think we were with him for the weekend. And I just remember the I remember just being terrified that whole ordeal and all that. And about two years ago, probably even probably two or three years ago, we'll say, um, was just talking with my dad while he was here. We were just chatting and stuff. And we talked about uh, when I had a asthma attack while he was watching us. And he was like, oh, man, yeah, I just felt so helpless because he was trying to he t- said you were trying to reach out for help and call me for help. And I couldn't do nothing. And I'm supposed to be your dad. and I'm supposed to protect you. And that was the weirdest thing, because, again, not that he didn't, but for the very. was it I'll say it's if not the first, it's one of the first times that I readily could identify that despite whatever. My dad loved me. My dad loved me enough to to have the desire to protect me now of course. Um much like myself, he 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 approached it in a different manner than my mom might have cuz my mom might have did something different, but I think um I think it's it's uh, it's a matter of a couple different things. And I'll say that time that I realized that my father really, really did love me and he really wanted to protect us and he wanted to do the very best for us, which is counter to everything that I had had believed through my own experiences and my own um, gleanings of uh, understanding and what has been presented about uh, black fathers specifically in regard to when when your parents aren't still together but i think that in regard to how my mom may have approached it had the situation been with her i think things are different for the reasons that they are i don't i i learned as i got older not to to be so quick to judge a person's response to different things because if there was a house on fire next door to my house i might be concerned i might you know want to get my family out. I might want to knock on the door of the neighbors, trying to wake them up, call the fire department, all those things. But if there was a fire in my home, I would be a little bit more amped up. I'd be quicker to act. I'd be quicker to get everybody out. And I'd be quicker to, you know, get the fire extinguishers and do what I could do to protect my family first and then the property if possible. I think that in in cases like that, when when it's so close to you, Your responses are quite different and I don't I'm not so quick to judge as I might have once said, oh, can't believe they did that. I'm not so quick to judge because I don't know to what degree their house is on fire, so to speak. I don't know to what degree the peril is close to them. So I learned that in regard to both of my parents that you know that just because i it, it wasn't translated in in a manner that i could pick up readily and it doesn't mean that they did anything wrong or that i did anything wrong it's just a miscommunication that i i thank thank god that i was able to get clarity on as i got older but it's it's important that both myself that i i stop to not be so critical about the responses that people have and try to be more empathetic about why they may have come to that decision, if you can. Now, in some situations, you just got to throw a red flag and kind of keep it moving because it's just not just not positive. But if you can, when you get a moment to yourself, just analyze the situation and try to show a little bit more empathy. Um, And I thank God for people who were able to be in those situations like uh, the character, the Punky Brewster character, and for um, people like T.D. Jakes and Eddie Long who, once they got to a position where they were stable and they could analyze, what do they want to do with their life? And in some cases, you can decide, like I did, like, oh, wow, this is this is 100% love. It's just not the way that I would have done it, but it is still 100% genuine love, and you can recognize it that way, or you can be like the Punky Brewster character and say even though these people didn't necessarily have the means or the wants or whatever the case may be to take care of me i know what it feels like to be alone like that i can still i can still be a beacon of hope because i care for people because i know what it's like to be not cared for and i can reach out to people because i know what it's like to be not reached out for and those people are often the most effective in redeeming people from the brink of despair, because they, they were essentially on the brink of despair themselves. And they, they were able to find a way out of it and find a way to preserve themselves and to, to establish themselves and to be, uh, to be a lighthouse. And I think that it's, um, I think that it's so, so interesting that in, in the Bible, they refer to, um, the, the early believers, as being the salt of the earth. And it doesn't take much to to taste salt. If, if something is completely bland, if you put even a little salt, you can taste it on there. You might want to add more, but you can taste the salt on there. And I think that that analogy is so apt because that's that's what good people are. They are the flavor of life. When life is bland and even disgusting... The good people add flavor and it changes the whole the whole con context of or not the context, it changes your whole perspective in regard to what what I what I will do going forward. And I'm thankful that I'm able to have tons of moments where I can sit back and actually reflect on things like that and think about what does it what does it mean to be in a position where you feel like I I don't matter. And then how great it is when you realize that I was wrong and I do matter. And these people were showing it the whole time. So I pray that in your life that either you're the person who is showing all, showing the light and being the beacon of hope. Or that in your life you can recognize the many ways that people were showing their love for you in in beneficial ways. The many beneficial ways that they were showing their love for you and that you can you can take some solace in that and be be encouraged and inspired. All right. Career Builder is made for people who have that thing, you know, those superpowers that make you good at your job, the skills you bring to work. And Career Builder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too, higher paying jobs with benefits, jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep? Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com.